Welcome to Notes from the Electronic Cottage. I'm Jim Campbell. Well, it's election season, and we're hearing a lot about all sorts of stuff, both in Maine and across the country, that just doesn't pass the straight-face test, to put it politely. And in starker terms, we're hearing a whole lot of stuff that simply is not true. But interestingly, one thing we're not hearing a lot about is electronic voting machine companies changing vote counts and skewing election results. That sort of blather was very common after the 2020 election. Fox News, One America, and of course, Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani were all claiming that companies like Dominion Voting Systems and Smarttronic that supply electronic voting machines were somehow using their machines, which they sold but did not run, to affect the outcome of the 2020 election. Oddly enough, we're not hearing much from Fox News or One America or Sidney Powell or Rudy Giuliani on the subject of electronic voting machines in 2022. Why do you suppose that is? Well, perhaps it's because, despite Sidney Powell telling courts a dozen times or so that she had overwhelming evidence that such voting machine manipulation had happened, ditto for Giuliani, and Fox News and One America trumpeted those charges, there was never a concrete example of any such manipulation, let alone, quote, overwhelming evidence. So the voting companies, fearing that their business would be damaged by such claims, unsupported as they were, did what most businesses in that situation would do. They sued those news organizations and those individuals for defamation. All of a sudden, the claims, in the absence of any evidence to back them up, went very, very quiet. There are all sorts of twists and turns to these cases, and this is not the place to get into defamation law or to the protections that the First Amendment currently offers press organizations under the Supreme Court's New York Times versus Sullivan decision of 1964. A decision, by the way, that Justice Thomas thinks should be relooked at and probably reversed. A current fad with the present Supreme Court. You know, like Roe versus Wade and so forth. At any rate, the claims of the now quiet news organizations and prominent champions of supposed electronic voting tech abuse are out of the headlines for the most part, at the moment anyway. With the 2022 elections just around the corner and the 2024 presidential election already all over the news, it seems like a good time to ponder how to guarantee that counting votes is accurate and the results of elections are correct and verifiable. With about 40% of those polled in several different polls saying that they're not completely confident that the 2020 election was legitimate, we need to pay attention to how to ensure an accurate vote count in the future in a public and verifiable way. The Association for Computing Machinery, or ACM, apparently thinks that's a good idea too. So, in October 2022, the Technology Policy Council of the ACM issued a tech brief suggesting a way to do just that, verify that votes tallied by electronic voting machines are accurate. By the way, ACM is the largest association of computer professionals in the world, with members in 190 countries. 
they know from tech. The ACM Tech Brief, entitled Election Security, Risk-Limiting Audits, is only a few pages long, and we encourage everyone to read it for themselves. We'll put a link to the Tech Brief on the page for today's program in the Public Affairs Archive at www.weru.org. The Tech Brief poses the problem that they're addressing in these words, quote, Risk-limiting audits, RLAs, are a highly accurate, efficient, and economical means of confirming the accuracy of election outcomes and assuring public confidence in them, but are too infrequently used." End quote. The tech brief begins with a statement about what elections are for and a short review of how they have evolved. Quote, Ultimately, the goal of any election technology or process is to provide convincing evidence that the outcome correctly and completely reflects the will of the voters. Often to that end, the mechanics of how elections work have evolved significantly. The modern secret ballot, for example, was invented and deployed in Australia in the 1850s as a response to voter bribery and coercion. Even the humble ballot box has morphed, with glass or clear plastic now frequently used in its construction in pursuit of literal transparency and the public confidence in election fairness and accuracy it is intended to instill." End quote. The Tech Brief acknowledges that, quote, the integration of digital technology and voting processes has not always enhanced election security, end quote. Still, quote, dangers inherent in electronic voting, however, do not and should not prevent the use of computers to automate voting processes efficiently and accurately. Not only does such automation safely speed vote counting, but it's been proven to be more accurate than human tabulation, particularly for complex ballots. The secure and desirable middle course is to employ computers to efficiently scan and tabulate votes cast on paper ballots and employ humans to ensure that the computerized outcome is correct by examining a random sample of paper ballots by hand. Such an assessment is known as a risk-limiting audit, RLA." End quote. We don't need to go into the mechanics and statistical levels of certainty that the tech brief discusses, which it discusses in everyday language, by the way, that we can all understand. The bottom line is that this is a tool that can put to rest any concerns people have about electronic voting machines collecting and counting votes. If this technique were to be used in future elections, we would have a lot fewer allegations of vote fraud and a lot less apprehension about the accuracy of our election results tabulated by computer technology. Unfortunately, only five states currently require a post-election risk-limiting audit. Maine is not one of them, but Maine will conduct an RLA after the 2024 election and will allow their use statewide in 2025 and beyond. With all the unsubstantiated claims of electronic vote fraud in the 2020 election, even if there has been no proof and those making those claims have gone very silent in the face of defamation lawsuits, 
It does make good sense to respond to concerns about election outcome accuracy by using a good tool like risk-limiting audits on our elections. Once we do so, we can get on with the business of governance with the confidence among voters that even if their candidate didn't win, the election results reflect the will of the electorate. Until that happens everywhere in this country, it's likely that we'll be hearing grumbling about the use of electronic voting machines of one sort or another in upcoming elections, and we'll do our best to sort out what could be true and what probably isn't when it comes to voting technology right here on future editions of Notes from the Electronic Cottage. 